0: Welcome, a new week, almost the end of the year. I'm Linda, your host of Ninety Day of the Melanated Way. I cannot believe it's Monday. I cannot believe this episode, y'all. like there's so I don't even know where to start. So let me just first start by saying, happy Monday, And uh, I want to shout out uh, Tessa, Jalisa, Linda, Lydia, Crystal, Amanda Rodella, my day ones. I appreciate you guys so much. I also want to shout out. Uh, Ashley from 90 Day, she gave us an amazing uh, shout-out on Instagram, and it's just been blowing up from there. Uh, I also want to shout out Larissa, who mentioned us in her live today, and also to TVAces.com. They keep talking about 90 Day the Melanated Way, because we're breaking news, y'all. We're breaking news all over the place. So thank you so much for the shout-outs. I appreciate you guys. What up, live chat? Hey, Lydia. Hey. Hey, Ridella. And those of you guys watching on Facebook, welcome. Um, I am just excited, because I finally got to meet Stephanie, and I'm all about it. I'm not sure who my favorite is yet, but We're going to talk about it, but let's jump into Natalie and Mike because they're doing the most. And it brings me to my first question that I'll pop up for you as we talk about it. So, my first question is Do you think Mike could have more properly prepared for Natalie's arrival? Do you think Mike could have more properly prepared for Natalie's arrival? So, they wake up in the morning, and you guys probably saw all the memes. Everyone's talking about it online even before we saw the episode, but uh, he wants to make her a traditional American breakfast. He wants to make her French toast. You know, he's whisking the eggs with the milk, the cinnamon, the syrup, all of that stuff. And she seems into it. She wants to wash the eggs first, but she's into it. Uh, They make the breakfast, but mind you, she's cold she's been cold since she got there the night before. And, you know, if y'all ever have been to the Pacific Northwest, it's cold. It is cold there. And, uh, it's that wet cold, you know, I'm from Canada, so I can tell you it's that wet cold. So it goes into your, Hey belly, it goes into your bones, but you know, she's also from the Ukraine. So it's not like she's from the Caribbean where she doesn't know what cold is, but there has to be some type of compromise. Like put, put the heat on. Like I, okay y'all i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you a little something something hi isabella welcome um i live in california now and i know that you guys all know that i'm canadian but when it gets a little too chilly here yeah i i have a whole heater system i got a couple space heaters i don't like to be cold either it's uncomfortable do you know what i mean so so i kind of get it like he could have got her a little space heater he could have did a little something, turn the heat on a little bit. You know, mind you, 68, 70, they say, is supposed to be, you know, room temperature. But he chose not to do that. I think he's trying to freeze her out for all the wrong reasons and literally freeze her out. But uh, we'll get to that. So. She apologizes to him and says, you know, I'm sorry that I'm not adapting the way that you want me to adapt, but I just find it so cold here. Um, and, like, what can we do about it? Really? Like, what can you do about it? You can turn the friggin' heat on. That's what you could do. Hey, Lita. Hey. Guys, uh, I have to shout out Lita as well. And let me pull up her banner real quick. Um... I know I have it here. So here it is. Uh, Lita is amazing. Uh, she's one of our day ones as well. She's doing all the new graphics. So all the great graphics that you're seeing, um, including my new logo, is done by her. So definitely take a look at her Instagram made by Sheila Rita um, and give her like some thumbs up and some hearts because, you know, she's amazing and she's doing this great stuff for the Melanated Way. So thank you so much, Lita. I totally appreciate you. Um, So going back to Mike and Natalie, y'all, and my question for you that I haven't heard your answer yet because I have an answer. Do you think Mike could have more properly prepared for Natalie's arrival? So Isabella says... Mike could have prepared a little more. Maybe the house doesn't have insulation. Yeah, maybe. And for her to say that, it was like, what did she say? It was like a, what are those little houses called? I can't even, I hope I wrote it down. It's like a a stucco house. That's not the word I was looking for, but you know, she's saying it's like thin walls and the house is like small, like a trailer almost. I feel like that's the vibe that she's trying to thank you, Lydia. That's the word I was trying to get out. It's like a trailer a little bit. I don't know. It doesn't really look like a trailer, but maybe it is. But even then, like, get a space heater. I'm not not sure what the issue is right now. And, like, if you're that cold, too, and your dude is cheap and doesn't want to invest in the heat or pay a little extra for the heating costs, then just, like, throw some more layers on. Because that little, like, cute jumpsuit, yeah, you look cute in your two-piece, but... If you're really that cold, then go ahead and add some layers on. Um, so she tries this French toast and she's like this guys I'm gonna I'm gonna do my quick impersonation of Natalie. She's like this. Yeah, it's good. Now, if you're listening to us later in the in the podcast, you're missing out on my acting because I literally just showed how she acted like she was eating the toughest piece of steak that she ever had. That was not seasoned. That was super dry. And she had to chew it for like 10 hours and it was not tasty. So he's like, oh, you don't like it. And she's she's basically like, no, it's not healthy. Like, it's good. It's just not healthy. And then she jumps up out of her seat, goes to <laughs> Linda, the eyes. I know I got the eyes down right, right? Yeah. Oh, and, yeah, the coffee to, like, water down that dry, dry steak taste. She jumps to the refrigerator, guys, and she uh opens the refrigerator. And it's not even, like, because I buy carrots. I like carrots and hummus like as a snack you know what I mean and it's not like she did that she got one big carrot she knew where the cutting board was which I found was fascinating so you don't know where the heater is but you know where the cutting board is but then you don't know where the peeler is so interesting okay she goes and she peels the carrot and that's what she's gonna have as her breakfast because she's strict with her health she says and As we know from the season before, and if you guys remember, she's actually vegan. So for her to be, like, beating the eggs and seeing the toast, like, the bread and stuff like that, like, what did you think you were having? And then why was that not a conversation um, that you were having? Like, hey, what are we eating here? Because remember, baby, I'm, I'm vegan. Like, use your words. I'm confused. Uh, Lydia said she didn't watch the carrot. Amanda says the breakfast carrot. And Crystal says, I don't think Mike could have prepared more. Damned if he does, damned if he does, didn't. I feel like she would have found something. And Amanda says, hmm, I love carrots. Okay. So let me get this thought out first. So if she's indeed vegan and she's not into it. Why would you not say something before he prepares his whole breakfast? Like that's my whole thing. Now, my other thing is, I don't know if it's like a Canadian thing. I don't know. Cause I know like Southern, I'm actually, it's not a Canadian thing. It's just a hospitality thing really. Cause I have friends that live here that do this too. So if I have someone coming over to my house, whether they're staying for a day or they're staying for a week or however long I stuck up on things that they like. And I stock up on snacks. Do you know what I mean? So if I knew, let me say, if I knew Amanda was going to come over, then I would get, like, Cheerios, I would get some cookies, um, I would get some chicken, and I would get some veggies and make sure I had those things in my fridge because I know that she likes those things. Do you see what I'm saying? So, like, he had a whole year that they were talking back and forth. That's the woman that you're supposed to marry. You don't know that she's vegan and you don't know what she likes. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand. That's how I feel like he could have prepared because it's not really hospitable for you to just be like, I'm gonna have what I'm gonna have and you're gonna have what I have, whether you like it or not. Jaleesa said, Hey, Jaleesa. Yeah, Amanda, he could have had some oatmeal or something. And uh, Jaleesa says, when people come to visit me, I take them out to eat. She has K-cups and water. Well, oh, and wine. I definitely will always have wine. There's no, there's no need to worry about that. But I'm just thinking like, if you have someone over at your house, you prepare for them to, for their arrival. And they've had a ton of time, this is not brand new, this is not their first season, they're not just getting to know each other, so they should really know what each other likes. And if you don't know, then that's part of the problem, in my opinion. So, she's eating her carrot, and you guys, my favorite quote of hers is, I'm just gonna go eat my carrot in the corner. (laughs) No one puts baby in the corner. (laughs) That's what I thought when I heard her say that. So she's all in the corner eating her carrots and, you know, being strict as she can be. And I feel like part of it is jet lag. Part of it is issues in the relationship. And part of it is the lack of communication. And why I say that is because um, they decide that they're going to go into the city and he's going to show her around town. And she's already complaining, right? She's like, when do the trees end? sorry you're in the pacific northwest the trees never end have you not seen twilight have you not heard anything about like the seattle fish market like there's trees everywhere it rains 99 of the time the winter is a real winter and that's how it's going to be so like did you not look the place up before you moved i don't i don't get it did you just be like hey i'm coming to america I'm going to live in a mansion, and all is going to be golden? Like, I don't know. Amanda says, I did love her little sad face later. Yeah, she did have a definitely had a sad face. Um, and Crystal says, he could have waited to go to the store together. I don't know uh, what vegans want, LOL. It's been less than 12 hours. And Julissa said, isn't her friend married to Mike's friend? Doesn't she talk to her at least? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, And Lita says, at this point, EJ, I might think Mike wants to be the villain, but it's entirely his fault. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, you guys. I think that they have a communication issue. I think that Mike, this is my take on Mike I think that Mike is bitter still I think that he's mad that he she threw the ring back at him I don't think he's over it and I think he's punishing her for it in like a passive aggressive way and she's feeling insecure about the relationship and that's coming out as her bitching about everything instead of addressing what she feels insecure about that's what I think is really going on here we're seeing like a passive aggressive fight between the two of them and they're not addressing the issue. Now, they go into this town and, you know, she's not feeling it. She's like, where am I? Like, what's happening here? There's nothing going on. I'm in this sad, small town. There's no, nothing to do. I could go through this town in one day. I can unpack in two hours. I can clean the house in one in one day. So, like, what am I going to do for the rest of the time while you're at work? Let's go into the city. And he's like, well, we can't go because it's three, three, four hours away and it's two last minute. I get that. Right. I do get the spur of the moment thing, but I also get like, hey, let's plan and make a day of it. I get both. And she starts pouting and she's pouting in the car. She's rolling her eyes. She's super upset. And he pulls over and she's crying and she's he's Like, why are you crying? And she's just staring at him, just staring at him. And he's like, use your words. Talk to me. What are you upset about? And she's like, I don't know what I'm upset upset about. I'm just, I'm away. I'm not, I'm not in my own home. I don't understand what's happening. And it's cold here. It's so cold. End scene. So uh, I was like, okay, wait a minute. You clearly know what you're upset about. So how about let's just fix this. Let's go to the grocery store. Exactly. She was hangry. Let's go to the grocery store. Let's get some of the things that you like. And then let's go back to the house. I'll turn the heat on. You can make some of the stuff that you like, and you guys will be golden. But no, instead, you're going to give him stank face, and he's just going to look at you and hug you like you guys are both in the wrong. You know you aren't treating her right, Mike. Like you know that you're not treating her right because you're mad at her, and she knows what she's upset about. But we're gonna go through the motions because it makes for good TV. So that was Mike and Natalie, and uh, yeah, the trailer and the walls. That was Mike and Natalie, and then we meet Stephanie. Stephanie, I'm already tell you, I'm biased. I'm biased for her. She brought all the drama. I wrote the most notes about her because I think she's hilarious. So she's 52 from Michigan. We meet her hula hooping, and (laughs) Julissa, are you doing that because I love Stephanie? Are you doing? Is that face because I love Stephanie? Because I really do love her. I think I have a old. I have a thing for older, eccentric women, because you know, you guys, I love Karen, but I also love Stephanie now. So we meet her. She's hula hooping. She's training to be in the Guinness World uh, Book. Guinness World Book. Is that how you say it? The Guinness World Book of Records? Anyways, you know what I mean? She's going into Guinness for the hula hoop championship, um, 100 hours of hula hooping. Okay. 100 hours. And in the meantime, she's got these, like, retro glasses on that are, like, psychedelic glasses, which, um... oh, good, Jaleesa, you are here. Dr. Jaleesa's in the house. So she has these glasses that are to reset her circadian rhythm glasses It helps with sleep at night. Did I say that right? Circadian? Circatrium? I need to know, Julissa, what the hell that is. I need to know what that is and if it really does work and where do you buy these glasses. So she's hula hooping with these glasses. um, And she's like doing the most. And then she has a whole thing that she does between the hula hooping, their circatrium glasses and her youth serum. So she's got this youth serum, which is Sermoralins shots that she does that apparently wake up your pituitary glands and if you're 30 or over it's supposed to like reverse the aging process dr jaleesa i need to know what is all this and does it work uh so she said circadian rhythm so it is a thing i don't still know what it means all I know is that Stephanie's saying it helps you sleep at night. And then I also need to know what the serenium shots are. Sermoraline. Sermoraline shots are. Amanda, paging Dr. Jaleesa. Paging Dr. Jaleesa. What is this witchcraft? <laughs> Dr. Julissa says, I'm dubious about everything she had going on. And Amanda says, dubious is the perfect word to describe her. Okay, so she does not use serum thing, uh, wakes up her pituitary glands, and then she's getting ready for work. Gets ready to work, and y'all, did you notice, okay, did y'all notice that she pulled out in a Maserati? like it was a Honda Civic She just pulled out she like spun her wheels I saw the smoke in the background as she was on her way to work now she owns two medical spas and Skin Envy guys I've heard of Skin Envy so she has one of those Skin Envies right here in Los, An- well, Los Angeles California so I guess she has one in Michigan and she has one here in Los Angeles and I've heard of it and it's a big deal so she's like the owner creator I see why she has a Maserati. I'll say that. Um, Crystal says, this Stephanie is giving me Stephanie Mateo in 20 years. Facts. And Dr. Julisa says, the serum, I have to Google, never heard of it. Maybe it's her own concoction. And Amanda says, is anything less practical than a Maserati in Michigan? Listen, does a Maserati even have to be practical? It's, it's a Maserati. Um, Oh, so apparently she has two of these medical spas in Michigan. Well, she has definitely one, probably more than one in California, too. So good for her. Good for Stephanie. Um, So the Maserati stood out to me. The other thing that stood out to me was that painting of her and her cat. Did you all catch that? Like, you guys can see my painting. It's very simple. I've had this painting for years. I actually don't think it's a real painting. I think it's like a print of a painting, Um, but she has a a painting of herself and her cat. And y'all know how I feel about cats. So if there are any cat watchers or listeners, close your ears right now, but I'm just not for the whole, you guys, okay. If you love cats, I get it. She loves her cat. She loves her cat so much that she feeds her cat key lime yogurt. She was lying on the ground asking her cat to come over and because cats are assholes her cat just looked at her saw her on the ground saw that she was like motioning to come over and the cat just walked away because that's what cats do um so she talked about that which i thought was interesting and then when she went to work (laughs) that cat looked like it was trying to find a way out it seems too much facts and Crystal says, not a cat lover. And Jaleesa says, that painting was dot, dot, dot. And Raydella says, her feeding the cat yogurt? I'm a cat lady, but that was crazy. And Amanda says, several unfortunate looking cats this episode. And God, that painting. Um. And Isabella says, me too, I'm allergic to them. Oh, Amanda wants to talk about the cat for a lot longer. Amanda, I'm going to try to talk about the cat, but, like, I don't want to piss off cat lovers because there are a lot of them out there. And I don't want to say the wrong thing because I already have a bias against cats. But what I will say is I've noticed that a lot of 90 dares have cats, like, a lot of them. They have cats galore. Like, let's try to... So we know that... Okay, we know Colt has a cat. We know Adam has cats. Stephanie has cats. Uh, We know Jess just got a hairless cat. We saw the hairless cat uh, with Brandon's neighbor, whoever that woman was, has a cat. Um, Ooh, we know Eric has cats. Um, I don't know why I said ooh, but Eric has cats. (laughs) Um, So that's six people I can name off the top of my head. There's like a whole cat situation going on. I'm not really for it. I don't know. Amanda says that she loves the fact that uh, the cat specifically likes key lime yogurt. How do you even know that? Did you try all the different flavors and the cat just licked key lime the most? Like, how do you know your cat loves key lime specifically? Um. Jul- and says, as dubious as sh- her methods are, she looks pretty good. But it's probably just good genes and good personal care habits. Yeah, she's 52. She looks fantastic. She looks fantastic. Um, Yes, Amanda has a cat. Amanda. Adam has a cat rescue, which I think is fantastic and good on Adam. And go support his cause. That's great. Um, I'm all for supporting, you know, rescue animals. I just don't like cats. Okay. I said it. I just don't like them. I don't like them. I don't think they serve a purpose and they're not very nice. So that's it. Let's move on from the cat. So she goes to the office and we briefly meet her accountant, her assistant, her coworker, whoever it was, and looks like business is up and they're making a ton of money. So good on them. And then we learned a little bit about her history. And I thought that this is the part that was a little sad. So we learned that she grew up in an emotionally unstable environment. Um, and she had a tumultuous childhood with her dad being bipolar. And from that, she's put walls up and that's why she's not ever gotten married. She's never wanted kids, none of that stuff. So we learned a little bit about that history and, and you know, why she's, thrown herself into work and thrown herself into being a successful business woman which i think is fantastic um and then we she talks about her dude so she went on vacation to belize she met ryan who's 27 years old she calls them cougar and cub and they met three and a half years ago while she was on vacation and if lydia is in the live chat we've talked about this and i'm I'm going to do this with my straight face, you guys. When you're on vacation, you're on vacation. If you choose to have a vacay bay, remember it's your vacay bay. You don't wife up, husband up, partner up, your vacay bay. You leave your vacay bay on vacation. So, you know that saying, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas? It's the same thing. When you're on vacation, your vacation hookup is just that. It's a vacation hookup. You don't then go back home and think that the situation is going to be exactly the same. Have we not learned this from all the 90-dayers? Have we not learned this from the Mollies out there and the Luises we met out here? And now we're meeting friggin' Ryan, who... Is a hot mess. And you know Ryan is like, I'm on the come up. What, what? I don't, like, I love it because it's going to be a train wreck. But I also want to remind you guys, Vacay Bay is Vacay Bay. You don't wife up. Vac- I'm going to make a song. I'm going to be like Too Short. I just watched Too Short on the Versus Battle. I'm going to make a song. I'm going to do it. You don't wife up Vacay Bay. That's it. Um <laughs> <laughs> oh and K- exactly Kalani, Molly, all of that. And Crystal says also applies to VK Bay's friends and family members. We are going to get to that shortly. What story does Radella have that I missed? I missed some type of crazy story because you know Radella is the travel queen. So I'm going to need to know what I missed in the live chat. Um, So she's calling. She's calling. He's not answering. So he she calls his mother and uh, Dorla and says, hey, you know, have you talked to Ryan? Yes, of course. She's talked to Ryan because that's her son. And they talk every single day. And she's like, okay, well, can you tell him that I've been trying to get a hold of him? Mama knows that you've been trying to get a hold of him. And mom also knows that she's going to smile in your face and make sure you're happy. Because guess what? You're paying Mama's rent. You're paying Cousin's rent. You're paying Ryan's rent. So she ain't going to stop the gravy train. She's going to smile in your face and say, yes. Yes, I will tell him. She's going to hang up the phone. She's going to call Ryan. Cuss his ass out and say you better call that woman because rent's due at the end of the month period. I'm sorry I said it I mean it because that's exactly what's going on. She's making it rain y'all. And if you're making it rain. And guess what? You haven't seen this woman in nine months and she's still shelling shelling stuff out. You're going to not make her unhappy. You're going to pick up every single phone call because that's what mama's going to tell you to do. You pick up every single phone call because you don't want that lady to be unhappy with you and we don't want this gravy train to stop. It's unfortunate and it sounds terrible, but you guys know that's exactly what's going on. And fight me in the comments if you think I'm wrong. Um, Mama also said, Mama also didn't say, I'll tell him to call you. She said, he's good, girl, you know. And then when she said that she was actually five years older uh, than Ryan's mom, Dorla, I was just like, okay. Okay. I think that, you know, love is love and you can be however old and we've seen successful relationships with, is it called May, December romances, whatever it's called. I don't think that age is the issue. I just think that you just can't boo up your vacation bag. I think that that's the issue for me. And I think that Ryan knows it and Ryan knows that he's having that gloriful life, you know, talking, like she said, to three, four other women and it be okay. Yes. Okay. So that's, uh, let's talk about this real quick. Side note, side note before I move on with Stephanie. Stephanie's amazing person, it seems so far in real life. She uh, is doing a contest every single Friday. So definitely make sure you follow. I think she's Stephanie underscore 90 day. On Instagram because every Friday she's doing a giveaway, and this week's giveaway was a Valentino bag, and it was like an eleven hundred dollar Valentino bag, and uh, someone did win it. And she's doing it every single Friday, and she just wants to spread more love and positivity. Um, she's not handing out money; she's handing out gifts. So she handed like so she her, the gift this week was a Valentino bag. Um, and she's doing it every single week. And she's just about spreading love and positivity. And and to join the contest, all you needed to do was tag five friends, say one thing that you did that was positive for another person. And that's all you needed to do, really. Um, and I think that's fantastic. I think that we need more love out there, and we need to spread more love out there. And I will say this as a side note since I've gotten sidetracked. Uh, as 90, 90 days growing, you guys, and um I'm excited about it. Uh, I will always love my day winners. And you guys know who you are first and foremost. Um, but the the whole, the brand is growing. And I, I notice, I know that we're all at home now. And we all have a little bit more time because of the pandemic and COVID and furlough and and um, unemployment and all of that stuff. But it, it's not an excuse to be mean. And I'm just seeing a, so much more nastiness online. And it's sad. It really is sad to my heart because you know what if you don't like something just move on i don't understand why you need to take extra time out of your day to say nasty things and so as there it is so rodella says it's 90 day underscore stephanie if you guys want to jump in on um her giveaway every friday it's right up on the screen it's 90 day underscore stephanie so 90 day underscore stephanie so before I just come off of my high horse here, just like let's try to spread more love. And especially if you're coming to the 90 day, the melanated way, I had one person, I won't, I won't call you out like that, but I will say this, uh, you were upset that I deleted your comment and I will say this and I'll say it to the end of days. If you're going to say anything racist, homophobic, negative, or anything that I find outrageous because it is my page, I will delete it. I will delete it because I don't need to see it. I think it's unnecessary. And especially if you're not a follower of this brand and this page, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Patreon, wherever we are online, I don't need to see your nonsense because I think it's unnecessary. So yes, you will get deleted. You'll probably get restricted and you'll probably get blocked and I don't have a problem with it. And if you think I'm censoring you, okay, move on. I am because you're being an asshole and you're being a racist. I am black, I'm sensitive to racism. You're being homophobic. It's 2020. People should be able to love who they love. You're saying shitty things about Larissa. I don't give a shit what you think. It's her body, her life, her choice. Um, You're saying crazy things about Stephanie. I don't care. She makes money. Do you make $40,000 a month? Do you see what I'm saying? Like, I don't care what you have to say. And if you're unhappy about it, keep it pushing. And that might sound terrible of me, but that's how I feel. I'm more about... 90 day has been a great escape. I love the franchise. I've been with the franchise since day one. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about, you know, all the crazy stuff that is happening and let's enjoy the fact that it's entertaining us during the craziest time. I don't know about you guys, but my entire life. I've never lived through a pandemic and this is helping pass the time. Okay. 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 Julissa said, there's no constitutional right to make Instagram comments. Facts. And Crystal says, also followers can report comments, too. Might not even be you. So, yeah. Anywho, that's it for my TED Talk. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Um, Right? Let's keep it fun. Hey, Susan. I love you, too. Everyone say hi to Susan. Welcome from watching from Facebook. That's so cool. Uh, I don't see Ryan on Stephanie's page. Hmm. I haven't looked into that, Julie, so I'll have to definitely look into that. So uh, let's quite quickly get back to Stephanie because we've got a bunch of couples still to get through. So she, or we fast forward to August. She has her psychic Maria come over. What do you guys think of psychics, by the way? like, Are you guys pro-psychics, not pro-psychics? Do you believe in psychics? Uh, let me know what you think. Uh, let me know what you think about psychic. So her psychic comes over and, uh, she's a little skeptical. So Maria's a skeptical of Ryan because she's like, are you still buying him all these gifts and the watches and the money and all of this stuff? And, you know, Stephanie says that she is, and she pulls out her cards and she has, a journey card first which she said was accurate because she wants to go back to belize as soon as this pandemic's over and then she has a chariot card which was not a good thing is that there's quote unquote another woman what i thought was interesting with that card is that did you see the little lions or whatever they were at the bottom of the card there was a black one and a white one i was like that's so accurate because stephanie you're gonna be the white lion back in Belize. There's some black girl that he's still dealing with on the day to day. And that's what's showing up on your little psychic card. And then the last card, um, there was deception and there was a snake. Um, And Stephanie thought that that deception, it wasn't Ryan being deceitful. It was her because she drops a bomb, y'all. She drops a bomb. Okay, I'm going to drop the bomb that she drops, and then I'm going to drop another bomb on you. So please prepare yourself. Um, but before I do that, I'll say, so when I asked about the psychics, Lita says no. Lydia says thumbs up, so I guess that means she's for it. Crystal says I'll pass. Radella's thumbs up. Julisa thinks, I think it's fun. I had a tarot card reading once. Um, and then Amanda says, I'm fine with it, but don't have people over to your house during a pandemic. And Crystal says, right, I think her psychic is actually her only friend. And Amanda said, did y'all know that Nancy Reagan had a psychic on her closest, one of her closest aides in the White House, and it drove her every decision? Isn't that wild? Um read Norreta. Okay, so, so okay, so some of you guys are for psychics, some of you guys are against psychics. Um, I'm not for them, and it's just because how I was raised, and I won't get into all of it, but I'm just I'm not for them whatsoever. But you know, have your have, do you whatever works for you if that's in your whole thing, I get it. So. She drops a bomb and says, a year and a half ago, she was in Belize, and uh, she saw that on Ryan's phone that he was talking to three different women. So they fought, they broke up, and in the process of them fighting, uh, his cousin Harris called, and bada boom, bada bing, she slept with him. That's how she said it. She didn't say, hey, like he came over to the house to console me, and one thing led to another. She's like, nah, he called, I slept with them. And when they showed Cousin Harris, dude is fine, like fine. Which brings me to my other question before I drop my own bomb. And my question is, is Harris hotter than Ryan? So is Cousin Harris hotter than Ryan the fiance. Um, Julisa says that cousin was fire, and Lydia says, get it, Stephanie. Okay, so y'all agree with me. Cousin Harris is is fine. Now I was gonna leave this for news and gossip, and I'm probably gonna leave like the details for news and gossip, which is our Wednesday show, but I'll say this. Because you guys know that I'm super entwined in the 90-day world, this is the bomb that I'm going to drop. This is not the first time that we've seen Cousin Harris. At least, it's not the first time that I've seen Cousin Harris in the 90-day world. I'm going to try to find it because it's stuck in my mind, and it's stuck in my mind because that photo that they had is a photo that I saw before. And... Oh, well, I'll say this. Okay, I'll say this. I'm going to give you two, two people. And then my Wednesday crew, if you guys subscribe to my Patreon, then you'll know. Cousin Harris is not brand new. So it's Cousin Harris, baby girl Lisa. And I'm going to leave it at that. I almost lost my mind like i was almost late for my own show because once i realized who he was i was like oh no way (laughs) okay here's what i will say i said that all the time so cousin harris baby girl lisa 90 day fiance we'll talk about it on wednesday so yeah, so she's already cheated on him. She, I guess Ryan doesn't know that she's cheated and she's wondering how that's gonna work out in the relationship once she tells him and figures it out. Um, you guys, we're gonna talk about Harris on Wednesday. We're going to talk about it on Wednesday. Um, So I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think that the relationship is going to be able to survive the fact that she slept with his blood relative? Do you think he's going to be okay with that? Guess what? I think he's going to be okay with it because it's not about love. It's about the money train. And you got to do what you got to do. And I think that the cousin knows that. I think Ryan knows that. I think that Ryan actually already knows that she slept with him because that's his cousin. That's his homie, that's his boy. So, I'm just saying. Julisa says, <laughs> Linda drops a bomb and expects no follow-up chat. Come on sis, I, what do you guys want to, me to say? I told you I'm gonna tell you all of it on Wednesday, Lydia. And Jaleesa says, this relationship is going to be bonkers, and I can't wait. I can't wait either. Jaleesa also says, way to set up a teaser. I can't wink. Did you guys know that about me? I don't know how to wink. I just know how to squish one side of my face. Anyways, yes, we have lots to talk about. Lots to talk about. Um. So... That is Stephanie. I'm all for Stephanie. I can't wait for their story to unfold. I think that she's bringing the entertainment factor, which I've said since day one. I was like, I'm waiting. I don't know why we kept her to the end. I hope she's not a filler couple. I hope she's a couple that's like in there. I want to see her every week because she's really bringing in some good drama, some entertainment at least. Uh, <laughs> Amanda, you're sidetracking me. And Lydia, you two are sidetracking me. Yes, I know how to scroll my eyes. I do know how to scroll my eyes. All right, so Brandon and Julia. Uh, Julia is standing out to me as a favorite of mine as well. So they're still at the hotel, they're wrapping it up. Mom's checking in to see if they're ready to go. I don't even think she knocked. I don't know how she got that door open, but she got her that door open like it was magic. And they're off to the farm. They get to the farm. And Brandon told Julia that everything was fine with the whole sleeping arrangement, which I think, you know, is shitty of him to have told her that. And so they get there. I thought it was really sweet. And I literally had a little tear in my eye. But they had a welcome home sign. Uh, She thought it was cute. She teared up. I teared up. I thought that was actually really sweet of them to, like, welcome her like that. Um, and then she didn't even get to get her bags out. She didn't get a quick pee break. They brought the boots out and they said, the farmhand has arrived. Let's put her to work. And they showed all the animals, the chickens and the the horses and the pigs, the hogs. They had an iguana. They had crickets. Like all every animal is on that farm. It's a farm. I get it. Um, So they had her feed the horse, and it was funny because, you guys, she had the hay in one hand and her cell phone in the other hand, which would have totally been me because I would have been like, Instagram shot, click, click. Um, (laughs) Totally first world problems, uh, which I thought was hilarious. And so she did that. And then she's like, you know, I like animals, but I don't like to take care of animals, which I thought was very direct of her. And she made a joke about, you know, if she doesn't like it, how much are tickets back to Russia? Because she's what we learned about her is she's not only a dancer, but she is an interior designer and she's a trainer and she's a city girl. And she's like, I'm going to give this a month because I really do love Brandon. But if my love for Brandon is not greater than than what's going on here and we don't move, then we're going to have to like – get out of here or I'm going to have to go back to Russia. Like, that's how she felt about the situation, which I thought is pretty, like, wise of her. Do you know what I mean? Like, she knows what she likes. She's going to try to give it a chance. But if it's not going to work, it's not going to work, and she's not going to wait around to try to drag it out. Uh, Amanda says, I feel like that house can't smell great. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm not sorry. I think it probably doesn't smell great. I, I think it probably smells like a farm and poop, like manure. Um, So, they get to the house, and Mama Betty introduces the iguana first, which I thought was like, oh, you know, iguanas have that like, wet smell. Anyhow, they have an iguana in the house, and they have crickets in the house, and then she goes to show the room. So, she shows Brandon's room. Brandon's room, y'all, it looked fine. It looked like an old person's room like with that old wood look Um, but it was a nice sized room cleaned up but then when they went to the jar with the chocolates and the condoms to find out that mama bought the chocolates and the condoms and put them in Brandon's room y'all Betty be doing the most Betty be doing the most? And I say that because are you... Okay, so what are we doing here? Are you strict Christians believing that no sex before marriage, no sex before you two have legally tied the knot, knowing that they're already having sex? Or is it you're like strictly religious and the rules of the house is because There's no premarital sex. You don't want them sleeping in the same room. However, let me buy you some chocolates and condoms and put those condoms in your room where you're not supposed to be having sex because I'm confused. I'm confused. Mama went to the drugstore, bought the condoms, and not only bought the condoms that were in a box, unboxed the condoms that she bought at the drugstore, took down from her shelf her fancy glass, pop the chocolates, Hershey Hershey Kisses, not just the regular silver pack one, the ones with the colorful colors, made a little presentation and put it in a branded room. So either Mama Betty, you want him to not be sleeping around before he gets married, or you know that he's sleeping around. And I wanted to say the other word because it would have been more effective, but you guys get what I mean. So you're going to buy him condoms. I've said it before, and I've said it a lot. Brandon's 27, y'all. He's not 16. He's not 18. He's not 21. He's 27, which is closer to 30 than it is to 20. And Mama Betty is buying your condoms for you, and Mama Betty is telling you as a grown-ass man that lives in their house that, hey, you're not married, so you can't have sex, but by the way, here's some condoms. I'm super confused. I'm super confused Someone tell me what it's about. Jaleesa says, it's not about religion with them. It's control. Facts. Amanda says, "Agreed, Jaleesa. Crystal says, exactly. But you were cool with them in the same room in DC next door to you, though. Hmm. They can have sex in the room. They just can't sleep in the same room. Doesn't make sense to me. It's totally ridiculous doesn't make it's about control that's I agree with that it has to be about control because if it's about your religion it doesn't make sense if it's about the rules of respect in your house doesn't make sense because you went ahead and bought the condoms so whatever it is that you say you're doing you're you're being a little hypocritical as far as I'm concerned so then they show Julia's room and Julia's room looked like a junkyard didn't they had like an old water cooler some pictures that they took down and put on the ground. And they're like, oh, don't you like this room? Isn't it beautiful? No. She's like, no, I don't like this room. Yeah, I like it, she says, to be polite. But it's a junk room, and it's not my room. I agree with you, Julia. That room was a junk room. And you're grown, and your fiancé needs to say something. You guys have, what, 80 days? Like, honestly, what is 80 days? So 80 days they get married and then they can have sex? Because you already know they're going to have sex because you're promoting them having sex by buying the condoms. So what's 80 days? Really, what's 80 days? Don't know. Don't understand it. Brings me to my next question. Actually, I'm going to ask this question first. How do you feel about the sleeping arrangement for Brandon and Julia? I know we talked about it. But how do you feel about it? How do you feel about the sleeping arrangement? And not just the fact that the mom says they can't sleep together, even though that she bought them the condoms, but the fact that his room is nice and her room looks like a little bit of a junkyard. How do you guys feel about the sleeping arrangement for them? Crystal says, I would have been swapping rooms. Brandon can sleep in the closet. Lydia says, hated the room. And Amanda says they're going to be banging out in front of the chickens. Yeah. And like the the chicken coop. Um. So then they're having dinner and before dinner, they're introduced to the crickets, which is a whole, so you let crickets in the kitchen, which is a whole other thing that I was like, Oh, like, ew. but whatever you, you've got to feed the iguana i get it but is there no other place for the crickets to be um (laughs) crystal said it's a fast track pass out of the house for me and redella says don't like it either so they're sitting down for steaks because daddy Brandon is making steaks for them. They sit down. And oh, I didn't mention Aspen. So Aspen's the friend staying at the farm because everyone's going to work tomorrow. And she's going to make sure that uh, Julia and Brandon tend to the farm while Mama and Papa Dukes are out. And Aspen brought her hairless cat with her. Now they're all sitting down to dinner. And Julia, which I have to be happy, because she, like, says what she means. And she's like, so, Brandon, like, we're we're sleeping in the same room, basically, she said. And he's like, oh, no, they said no. And Julia's like, well, that's not what my understanding is, because you told me that it was all taken care of. So what is it? I love that she called him out. And then Brandon tried to butter up um, his dad. And the dad's like, no, it's just not happening. That's when Brandon should have stood up and said, hey, listen, I'm 27 and you bought me some condoms. But no, he didn't. So I guess we're going to find out how that whole thing works out. And Julia doesn't feel comfortable. And I get it. I get it. I get that she doesn't feel comfortable because she's like, I don't feel comfortable. This is not my house. And like, I'm in this foreign place. The only person I really do know is Brandon. So yeah, I want to spend the night with my soon-to-be husband and not in the friggin' junk closet that you guys said is my room. Like, yeah, someone has to say something because my I wasn't gonna say something that was not okay, but my not very communicative fiance. It's not standing up for me and it's just not okay. Uh, Yeah, Crystal, dad got serious real quick and that's the first time I saw dad get serious because usually he's happy-go-lucky and he lets Betty run amok. Uh, And Amanda says, I can't believe she was there at the dinner the whole time, that was painful. Yeah, it was painful. And, you know, Julia says, you know, I'm not a child. I realize that we're not married, and it's the family house, but, you know, she's also a grown woman. So, again, we talked about this. That's where the drama is going to be. It's going to be Brandon's parents enforcing what they think the law should be, and, you know, it's going to be an issue. Belly says, my house, my rules. And I get that. I get my house, my rules, but I also think it's, I don't know if it's necessary house rules it more so control and trying to control that situation and controlling Julia specifically but we'll see then we get Rebecca so we have Rebecca and Ziad. not a lot happened with these guys but uh, we know that it's five days since uh, Ziad had, had his interview and they're waiting for a response and here's what is not true because it's not I've gone through immigration here so She's on the um, immigration website. And administrative processing, just think about what that means, administrative processing. It means that they're processing your paperwork. So just in those two words, you know that they were approved. But she's acting like she doesn't know. And she's acting like every five seconds refreshing her browser is all of a sudden going to give her an answer guess what? She already had her answer. This was all for like the drama effect. She knew last week, like we all knew last week because they would not have taken Ziad's passport had they not approved. They would have given it back and said, thank you for coming. No, thank you. You were not approved. They wouldn't have said, give me your passport so we can do the administrative processing and get your visa to you. So anyways, uh, miraculously while she's sitting on the bench and refreshing 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 um papa you're approved and the screen said you're approved y'all it doesn't ever say that it doesn't ever they ne- never does it say you're approved never ever never ever but it was a good it was a good visual so she's happy she's like speechless she can't believe it she's shocked she calls Ziad. Um, and tells him he's coming to America, and she's so happy, and she's like, you're going to be with me soon, and I love you. And he's like, yeah, yeah, thank you for the news. He doesn't say, oh, my God, I love you. I'm so excited to finally be with you. Yeah, yeah, he says, thank you for the news. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that is not a good sign. Um, And then they fast forward to Ziad being uh, in Tunisia and he's saying it's been a year since he saw Rebecca and he's getting her bracelet. He's getting a haircut. We find out that he's never, ever, ever, never, ever, ever, never, ever uh, lived away from his parents and they're sad and he's sad and You know, they talk a little bit about how Rebecca is not Arabic and that's not okay, but he's still going to come to America and he's still going to marry her anyways. He wants to make sure that his mom and dad are going to be okay and that they stay connected um, because he's worried about them. They're getting older. He doesn't know when he's going to be back, but he's going because you know what? He's, He's trying to be in America, too. So that was it. That's all we got of those two. He's on his way. He's coming to America. Coming to America. Uh, Lita says red flag number 100, 1000. And Crystal says we could probably do a reverse Google image search for that approval picture facts. And then Redella says, you know, last time they were on everything. He grabbed her behind the head. I cringed. So, yeah. We're going to see Ziad, I suppose, next episode. Then we moved on to uh, (laughs) Jovi and Yara. And these two are, again, a couple of my favorites because they're just on such different pages, y'all. So he's reading a book, which I thought, good on you. He's reading a book, and she makes a joke about, uh, are you reading how to make the first million dollars for your future wife? Um and she's unhappy with how the house, the apartment looks, and she wants to go furniture shopping. So they go furniture shopping. Um, because she thinks her his house is full of her words, ugly shit. And she wants she needs a mirror, she needs a rug, she wants like the place to look a little fancier. So they go shopping at this furniture store and it was just all wrong it was all wrong from the get-go and I thought it was hysterical so they get there um she's looking for whatever and then the sales clerk's like oh you know can I help you like what are you looking for you look like you you like fancy stuff which I thought was hilarious um and shows her like you know the Big, long mirrors with the rhinestones. And of course, she likes the white carpet with like the little, like the furry white carpet. And Jovi is like a naysayer from the get-go. And the salesperson is like, oh, you all right? Do you need a Snickers? Y'all, I died. I died of laughter. (laughs) Belly says, the sales lady was my favorite part of the episode. Yes, she had all the things to say. So she asked him if he needed a Snickers or something. And she is like, you got to make this girl happy. That's what you got to do. And Yara wants to redecorate rede- everything. And Yara... so Jovi tells the salesperson, hey, we live in uh, the warehouse district. And she's like, really? Oh, wow. That's like the nicest area. It's a nice area. And Jovi's like, see, Yara? Like, it's the best area in New Orleans. Yada, yada, yada. And uh, she wasn't having it. And Jovi's like, well, (sighs) you have swamp taste. And she thinks that he lives in the swamp and is not impressed with the area at all. Died of laughter. And he continued to like bicker with Yara and they're bickering over this, this um, rug that she wants. And she just gets fed up. She's like, Hey, whatever, I'm out of here. And she walks out and the salesperson's like, you need to go after her and you need to go apologize. And I was like, this salesperson is on it. Crystal says sis told her, she's living in a nice neighborhood, so stop tripping. But then she called Jovi out and told him he was wrong. They need to keep her around. Facts. Um, so the part, and I have to agree with Yara with this one. The part that pissed her off was I don't want that rug in my apartment. Okay your apartment or is it the apartment for the two of you because if it's your apartment that's saying a whole lot and that's what the fight was about it wasn't about the stupid rug it was the fact that you think that this is your apartment period and i'm just here so they get back to they're not talking in the car they're kind of like snipping at each other they get back to the apartment she's upset uh she feels like she's given up so much to be there with him and the first thing that he says is that he needs a drink and she explained to him exactly what I just said is it your apartment or is it our apartment because there's a difference and it's like anyone that's ever lived with a roommate if you ever live with a roommate and if it's not a place that the two of you found together where you both can say hey this is our place if you move into someone else's place guess what it's their place And you don't ever really feel like it's your place because it's their place and they were there first and vice versa. If someone moves into your place, it's still your place. And that's how he feels like he feels like he found the place. His name is on the lease. It's his place. And he's allowing her to live there. And he said, quote, verbatim, you have a place to live, don't you? End of quote. So that's the issue. That's what she's mad about because she did not travel halfway across the world, leave her life behind to come back and be someone's, staying at someone's place and it not be her place. That's what she was mad about. And I agree with her 1000%. So um, he apologizes, he agrees to throw away that broken table that was sitting on that shitty carpet. That carpet looked nasty as nasty can be y'all. And then to have like that broken table on top of it, it was like a junkyard. So I get why she'd be like, hey, let's get rid of this. Um, She also wanted to get rid of the big table. She wanted him to move the bike into storage. And he is like, yeah, okay, you know, I need to be more accommodating because she doesn't have anyone but me here, but she also needs to learn to compromise. Well, I think that you both need to learn to compromise. I think that her demands aren't really super outrageous. She wants a couch. Excuse me. She wants a couch. She wants a rug. She wants a mirror. Every woman's going to want a mirror somewhere in the house. So like, let's not be outrageous about it. And like for you to put your bike in storage, cause you can't find your lock. That's on you, homie. Like how old are you? So that's Jovi and Yara. And last and certainly not least, Amira and Andrew. Um, y'all are talking about him not driving. Back to the driving. He either doesn't have a car, doesn't have a license, or has a suspended license. Why would you Uber to a furniture store? And Jaleesa says, I'm convinced he has a DUI. Lydia says, Jovi is terrible. Yes, on the DUI. Ridelli agrees, DUI for sure. Um... Yeah, I don't know, y'all. But if you notice, not a lot of them drive. We don't see a lot of them driving, actually, at all. So we haven't seen Brandon drive. Uh, we did see Stephanie drive. Mike does drive. Uh, who else do we have? Have we seen Rebecca drive? Mm, I don't think so. I know that Zia doesn't drive for sure. We saw Rebecca drive when, he was, when she was in Tunis- uh, Tunisia. Uh, Jovi... And Andrew, we didn't see Andrew drive. His mom drove him. So, we'll, I don't know. We'll see. It could be DUI. He does drink. Um. So, she's leaving for France. She's leaving France for Mexico. They're going to quarantine for 14 days in Mexico. She's super nervous to go. And, y'all, she looked nervous. Like, when she was on that train, she looked freaked out. Like, she looked like she was so scared and i would be scared to be traveling in the middle like think about the height of the pandemic to be traveling she gets to the airport there's no one at the airport whatsoever like i would be freaked out too and she looked scared like she didn't even look she was acting she looked scared so uh we see her starting to board the plane and that's all we see we see her on the plane and she says Uh, Will I make it? Fingers crossed. And if that wasn't foretelling, right? Because guess what? That's the last we see of her. They haven't seen each other in six months. Uh, Andrew thinks it's a risk that they have to take for their love and to, like, get on with the K-1 visa process. He's flying into Puerto Vallarta. Uh, He gets there, and as soon as he gets there, he finds out from her dad that she's been detained in Mexico City. Now, I have so many things I need to say, you guys. So first and foremost, why did he fly into Puerto Vallarta and she fly into Mexico City if the, he said that they were going to meet at the airport? Wouldn't you be meeting at the same airport? And if the resort is in Puerto Vallarta, wouldn't you fly her into Puerto Vallarta and not Mexico City? The second thing that I want to talk about is the fact that with all the previews, And her saying that she was detained, I thought, and my bad for assuming, but that she was detained at the Mexico-US border in a detention center trying to go into America, not at a Mexican detention center. I actually didn't know that they had a Mexican detention center and what exactly is she being detained for? Because if there was indeed that loophole where when you're not supposed to travel Europeans are not supposed to travel to America, but they can travel to uh, Mexico. then what are you being detained for? Like what what? Yeah, but okay, maybe she had a connection, but if she had a connection, she would not have left the airport. She would have just changed planes. So you when you're in Mexico, you're in Mexico already you're just changing planes you're not leaving the airport and then reboarding a new plane like it it doesn't make sense to me you guys it does not make sense to me at all and like if you're already in Mexico like why would you go Mexico City Puerto Vallarta i'm going to have to look into it i'm going to look i'm going to look what the flights are like from let's just say paris france to mexico to puerto vallarta and if it's a stop for mexico city Uh, Her visa is for the US, though. So maybe because it doesn't say Mexico, maybe if it's an entry point, she could have stopped. She could be stopped. We're going to find out. But will I say I was a little, it seems really messed up of me to say that, but like that she was detained in Mexico and not like after the 14 days. I'm a little disappointed because I wanted to know what the drama was like because, you know, we've heard so much about the U.S. detention centers, but whatever. She got detained, and uh, Andrew's freaking out. He calls the Mexico City Security Department, whatever that is, and they don't speak English and hang hang up on him, which I thought was hilarious, and uh, so he goes to the hotel. Now, fun fact, uh, if you guys watched it live, and 90 day was tweeting live turns out that was actually the second resort that he went to because the first resort he went to was closed because of covid so they had to scramble and find a second resort that was actually open that he could actually stay at so seems to me the whole thing hot mess just because you were online in some chat room and some random person that you don't know said that they were able to travel from Europe to Mexico and then slide into America and that worked for them. Doesn't necessarily mean you should have probably done the same thing. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe you should have done a little bit more research besides your online group research. I don't know. Uh, Crystal says uh, border control asked her questions and they were probably like, what the fuck is going on here? Uh, Jaleesa says, could be some stage going on. I think it's totally staging. I think they're staging that whole situation to have a little drama because this is their storyline, right? Um, I don't know. I don't buy it 100%. I don't buy it. I, I think that it doesn't make sense to me if you're going to do all this traveling into, if you're going to do all this traveling in COVID and you're going to meet in Mexico, and you decided that you're going to Puerto Vallarta, how do you get all the way to Mexico, Mexico City, and then get detained? It doesn't make sense. I'm sorry. It doesn't. It doesn't. But we'll find out in the next episode, you guys. Uh, That's it. That's all the couples. It was jam-packed, and I could probably talk for another 45 minutes, but I won't. Um... What are you guys saying? And then she was supposed to have an overnight layover in Mexico City before Puerto Vallarta. Who knows? Uh, someone said she had two trains to get to Paris, Paris to Amsterdam, Amsterdam to Mexico City, and then she's supposed to have an overnight layover in Mexico City before Puerto Vallarta. Okay. Mm. Mm. I'm still skeptical. is hot mess. Um... Right. Didn't even think of that. Could be some trolls trying to lure you to Mexico City. Seriously. Right? Because seriously, don't people like get kidnapped and stuff? Dude, not for me. I'm not, you know, I'm not going on any message board and you telling me, yeah, go ahead and come. Come to Mexico. Come to my resort. What day will you be there? <laughs> Ridiculous. Anyhow, you guys. Love you guys. Let's do some housekeeping real quick. (sighs) Y'all, you guys can talk just as much as me. So Crystal says, what are you going to do from your resort? Exactly. And if she had a connection, I would have made sure to meet in the same city as her connection. Yes. All right, guys. Tomorrow's Tuesday. There's no show tomorrow. No show because there's no guests tomorrow. But we will have our Wednesday show and it's going to be piping hot with all the hot tea of the week. So if you guys are not a Patreon subscriber, make sure you are subscribed to 90 Day the Melanated Way on Patreon. I'm going to give you that scoop on baby girl Lisa and Harris. We're going to talk a little bit uh, about what Ash has got going on. We're going to talk about Devin, what Devin's got going on. Just there's so much to you. I'm going to be dropping bombs all the whole night. So I will see you guys on Wednesday, 8 o'clock, same place, the Melanated Way. Thank you guys who watch us live on Facebook. Uh, Make sure you guys are liking, liking, liking. If you're watching live on YouTube, please like and subscribe and share this with a friend. We really are trying to uh, get our subscribers up because, you know, we have so much great stuff that we want to talk about and we want to expand our family. So my day oneers, you know who you are. Uh, I will shout out Lydia because I've only seen Lydia do this. But y'all, I need you to help spread the word on your social media. Just get that link, copy and paste it, and go ahead and tag us. Tag us and say come and like and subscribe to 90 Day Melanated Way. Please and thank you. Um, And if you guys are not following us on our socials, make sure you're following us at 90 Day the Melanated Way. And if you guys are into celebrity gossip and news and interviews, Definitely make sure that you're following my personal page at Linda is so girly. I will see you guys all on Wednesday. Happy Monday. Happy Tuesday. And I'll see you guys on Wednesday. Good night.